You guys come and come to the stage. I don't think I've ever seen before. Give it up for Mark Karski. All right, what's going on, guys? Uh, it is January fucking 24th. Uh, this is the 15th set, I believe. Um, I'm going to the Comedy Shrine right now. I feel anxious. I have a new, uh, new set that I'm going to be working on about a story about me shitting my pants I've never told anybody at a party. Uh, so I'm kind of nervous about telling new material, so it'll probably, you know, the likelihood of it working is very low. So it probably won't be any laughs for it type shit. Which is fine, I, you know, because that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to, it's not like, it was funny every time you came up with stuff to talk about. Oh shit. Woo! Caught it. Oh my god. That could have been expensive. Um, I gotta like figure these out. I like do this so improperly. Because uh, I, I just gotta like go. Usually, I usually don't have any time. But yeah, so I'm just anxious and stuff. Uh, just, I can't tell if it's just the new material. I mean, I guess I just get, I always get anxious towards this time of night, I guess. And anxiety can almost like take over, I guess. And just like, like it would make me sometimes not go to the gym, but I can usually barrel through it and I am right now. So, sorry for the bad angle. Um, but I think it's okay for right now. Um, yeah, so uh, I haven't done, the last time I went up was last Thursday. So like the last, so it was like four or five days ago, it's Monday right now. Um, I'm gonna pretty much just talk about the shooting my pants story the whole time. Uh, I don't know how much time it's gonna take up, but I think I got like a couple other things I'm gonna say. Except there's a rip in my pants last time, and like I felt the hole in my pants as I was driving home, and then like I put my finger in there and instantly just felt balls. So I was like, oh shit, they might have seen my balls. So I'm gonna bring that up. Uh, but yeah, as I start leaving my house, you know, I get less anxious, which is good, like right now probably like a mile away or so I was just I'm just cooped up in there all day just editing and doing shit so it's good to get out uh, and I think this is a good use of my time too but uh, okay love you guys I'm gonna work on the set and hopefully you get there okay bye Mwah. what's going on guys this is episode I believe 15 of the comedian um, the set did not go good right off the bat I reviewed it about 30 minutes ago. Hard to watch. Not a lot of laughs at all. Uh, this awkward part where I do like a, when I say like my roommate um, asked me to clean once and I would like just like sat back. I just I kind of like acted it out me sitting back and putting my legs up like that's that was kind of awkward to me finding out that there was a door like an extra passageway on stage. I was like, oh my, there's a door over here. Like that, that shit got kind of awkward too. You'll see when that pops up. That's why I kind of like talking about it first. So you can see when the shit pops up. You're like, oh, at least he was aware. But you might be like, the whole thing was awkward, but it didn't feel awkward. The whole thing I only had those two little parts that felt awkward while on stage. Uh, what I like, I actually wrote down a couple of things. Like what I liked, uh, I, I, I seemed a little bit more confident. It seems like, um, I didn't let like no laughs get to me. It seemed like I did write down that it was terrible, but uh, <laughs> I didn't let the no laughs get to me. It seemed like I didn't let it like get in my head and like tear me down or anything like that. I just kind of just kept going through it. That was a story I've never told anybody before. So I've never even practiced it with friends. Um, I'm just trying to tell more personal things about me that happen. Uh, 
I don't really want to just talk about like how everybody just talks about porn and shit like that. Like I want to, you know, cause that's what you're supposed to do eventually is just talk about you anyway, have it get more personal and make that shit relatable and stuff. Uh, I guess I just got to figure out what I want to talk about. There is another place I can go tonight. I do like it. It is that place called Josephine's the place with the, um, naked mannequin. If you've seen that one out yet, uh, that place is cool. I like the people there. I do want to go. I do want to have a set though. Oh shit. I got to turn my phone over so I don't look at fucking, let's see. Wait, like I now I got to see what my friend said. Hold up. Uh, okay. Appreciate you, Terrence. So, um, I, with this, well, okay, so, like, just to review the set real quick, um, well, I'm moving this, this is going to be on the second channel, today I decided it is February, or January 25th, I decided that I'm going to be putting the comedian on the second channel, uh, because I think it is hurting my main channel, and that's got me kind of anxious a little bit today, and then actually, got a, I think I got a little anxious, actually, after the set, uh, like I, I obviously don't have to say that shit or like admit it and stuff, but it's just like, that's the truth. That's like, you know, it, there's feelings that come with this. You can't just like, that's why I think it might, it's also like hard for a lot of comedians to watch themselves because it is embarrassing. It's secondhand embarrassment. It's painful. And I'm like, Oh, I got to post this too. I don't have to post it, but like, I have to post it. You know what I'm saying? I can't just be like, we're going to sweep this one under the rug. Let's just try and even though none of them are good. Some of them are worse than others for sure. And I think this is one of them, but it's like, um, I think I just need to work on stuff more here. I just figure out how to do that. You know, I'm in my head a lot. I'm trying to like, just, uh, sometimes honestly just trying to like make it through the day. It seems like, uh, it seems now I, don't, I can't tell if it's just me being anxious and it's like the negative tonality of today, but that's kind of like the truth though. It's like, I'm always trying to, uh, I guess like barter with myself. I was just trying to like, I'm pushing myself always to like do stuff, um, it's not that I'm not happy and stuff. Like, I'm happy that uh, I'm doing stand-up. Like, I feel, like, aligned, right? I'm doing, like, stand-up, this shit, and the um, regular YouTube videos. Like, that's all good and making me happy and stuff. But uh, I guess with doing other stuff, I don't know. Like, with like writing's hard. I, it's, I go over it in the car and stuff. That's pretty good. You know, you don't know how, how much time to – I don't know how much time to put into it because you don't want to overdo it and be, like, sick of it and burn out and shit. That's why I think like an hour car ride there focusing on it because I'm pretty focused on it when I'm driving there. But uh, I think I need more time than that because I do have more time available and stuff. But I am posting like almost every day and stuff. But I think posting to the second channel will be good. I think there's more of an audience for that type of stuff, like stuff like this because that's kind of what the second channel has been like. And then the main channel, they weren't really – they don't want this. They're not used to it. That's not what the channel's about. Um, eventually, you know, I'll post – good shorts or whatever there, like good bits, stuff that they would think is funny and stuff. Uh, good stand-up, little bits of it. But I think I'm going to try to do another. I don't know if I'm going to do the talking about the shitting my pants again. I'm not sure. I really want to go up tonight, but I got to figure out what I want to talk about. I'm not sure how quickly I could, I could like come up with something or if I should go from something I've talked about before. See, that's the... Um, this is what I would want to know. You know, I would want to look at somebody back then, hopefully in the future. You know, if I stick with this, like I said, if anybody is funny at all and you stick with it, I think over time, compounding time, they'll be good enough to do it for a living. Um, so 10 years from now, I think it would be interesting to see me 
what I was thinking now and feeling. So, you know, I'm feeling torn between like, should I be working on material I have? And I put the air quotes in material because it's not good. Like I'm a beginning comedian. Like it shouldn't be good. If I, to the people who like comment saying that it's not good. Um, if I was good, I've done it 15 times. If I was good this quickly, I would be a prodigy. People would be like, oh, this is, you're fucking fantastic. What are you talking about? Stop doing those up mics. Like, can't be good that quick. It takes a while. It takes like two to five years is what I've heard from other stand-ups of just eating shit. Uh, I'm prepared for it, to be honest. Because, um, like, the third time I went up, you guys could see it on the main channel. Or unless I transfer and then uh, delete those. Um, but, like, the third episode, I believe it was bombed super hard and I was like man I'm not gonna have that happen again so like as long as you I don't like feel the rooms like the air gets sucked out of the room and it's just like awkward the whole time like to me that's a good good set oh my god it's today somebody uh I suck they were commenting every time they had to comment about the podcast or they were just watching the video this the uh episode 10 they were watching and they commented like 12 times doing like a play-by-play comment of the whole video. It was crazy. They were like boring, redundant, like talking about me doing this podcast portion. But like, I was like, huh, interesting. Like I've never seen somebody do a comment play-by-play before. It's like this guy's never seen somebody do a podcast before. Of course, some things can be redundant. I'm a high human being doing a fr- free-flowing podcast off the dome. All the notes I have is terrible. Didn't. Let no laughs get to me in confidence. Great. Uh, some kids said I was his favorite one last week. So that I was like, oh, that, that felt good. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, dope. So maybe I should just stick to the, um, uh, maybe I'll talk about the stupid, stupid people. Because I really want to go up tonight. So I, I like, I guess the material does, is my guess is in the beginning, the material doesn't matter. I've heard this, actually. So I didn't guess this. This is my own thought, so I got to put that out there. Okay. Um, wow. I feel like I wasn't, like, directly talking to the mic this whole time. Or am I just high and just finally started listening to myself? That happens sometimes on stage. I'm like, oh, oh, I should have been tilting it that way. How embarrassing. So we'll do this stupid people thing. Um, like the Illinois and Chicago bit. Maybe I'll do put this in. I'm right now. I'm just doing these little pad notes right here. Like uh, maybe I'll do the uh, like if I don't know if you're following closely. If you are like, I'm going to assume you are not following closely. So there's this part where I asked this girl, like she sends a picture of like her cleavage up of like what she's wearing to somebody. And I was like, what'd you, what'd you who'd you send that to just to see what happens. And then she literally goes like, what picture? Um, oh, but that'll be maybe though. I don't know. Um, also, um, oh my God, this manager, when I quit, well, I like this. I might do when I quit, um, what the fuck is I play Nordstrom rack? Oh, that was a good time. She looked at me for literally seven Mississippi, like full seven Mississippi seconds. Um, and her kid looked retarded, uh, type of lady no one would tell her. 
lady no one would tell her bad things. <laughs> There's people like that. Uh, like Oprah. You could tell none of her friends are like, you're fat. You're a fat bitch. How are you rich and fat? How are you that rich and fat? Get a BBL. <laughs> Oprah with a BBL would be super hot. She's already hot. Look at that money. Um, okay. I could do that. I could add those in there. We'll see. I'll, I'll think this out right about it, I think. Um, but that's just trying out. Like, I've never told that story at all to a friend or anybody, so I've kind of only really had it in my head. So that was just really me. Like, the only time I really said it out loud was on the way there. So it's kind of me really working it. Not really working it on stage, but, like, I've never compiled the whole story before. So... I don't think it was terrible from the standpoint of like, I knew, I know that like new material is more than likely always going to not go well, unless you like hit something. You always got to like change it up a little bit. Like you'll see if there's something there, but then you got to change it a little bit to make it more there, more. There's a little something there. You got to make it more there. You got to punch it up type shit. I think that's right. I think that sounds about right. Cut out the things that don't work. Keep the things that do work. Punch up the things that work. Try new stuff, cut out the stuff that doesn't work, tack it onto there, and keep doing that. That's your fucking, that's how you do it. Just takes a long fucking time because you can only see like you're only going, driving an hour to wait to do, to wait two hours to do a five minute set to drive back an hour. Oof. Doing something so hard that is only five minutes at a time. Imagine like you're trying to go to the NBA and you're like, I'm going to practice five minutes, four times a week. I'm going to make it. I'm going to be on the Lakers. I mean, that's what every comedian, like if that's not your goal is to be on the fucking Lakers, fucking just the one of the, what like up there with the greats, you know, hanging out with Bill Burr, hanging out with Tony Hinchcliffe, hanging out with Joe Rogan, hanging out with all those people. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to be hanging out with people at the comedy store, or wherever they are now in Texas, you don't think you're going to like, what's the point of like not thinking you're going to make it? Sometimes I see people, they're old people, you know, like, thank God. Like, you know, I feel like everybody's just one decision away from like that being that, like you could either make the decision of like not being the old person who they finally decide to do it at 50 or 60 years old. And it's like, stop wasting our time. This is not even cute anymore, honestly. You have to be a little bit older for this to be cute. I feel like I was one decision away. I don't know. Like It's just like easy to get comfortable and use the excuse of depression and anxiety and all that stuff, but it's better to just like dive into it, I guess, especially because it's something I want to do so badly. I feel super aligned. Like After I'm done, and I could just sit in the car in silence and just think and be like, Think about the set, think about sets and stuff, but like also be like proud that I did it. I'm glad it has like meaning, you know, and like you get objectively better. I feel like every single time you're not going to get worse every time. If anything, you're going to get more confident and find out what jokes don't work. And that's just a, a plus. Nobody's going to hate you unless you say the N word. That's probably the only way to get people to hate you. I don't think this people hate this one guy who talks shit about the improv people every time and just uses cunt and fag as um, punchlines. I have no problem with those words. I just, I don't want to use them as punchlines. I can in my fucking YouTube videos. Those are, I have 700 of them. 
but I'm going to be doing more sets than se- more than 700 sets. Well, I can't wait till I just, I like, I, I mean, I'm happy of where I'm at right now. I'm glad I just, but, uh, just, I think the, you know, everybody always said it's, it's always, you hit, you want to hit one goal and then it's the next goal, but I've hit goals and stuff before I get, you know, I just, uh, what I want to, like my goal is to really, I'm really looking forward to being able to travel, doing these, not, I'm not going to call them shitty, but like just doing like going around doing the, the local improv at a place doing like just traveling, uh, doing the road. Like I look forward to staying in a shitty hotel. Like I like that for some reason. Someone had to do that for me. Cause I was like filming for, uh, on stage for like vanilla ice and, uh, smash mouth and shit. Um, I'll post those somewhere. Eventually, if you care about me, you'll fucking see it one day. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah. And, uh, so the guy got, he put me in a shitty hotel and I was like, I kind of liked it. It's more like cigarettes and prostitutes. And I was like, it's dangerous. It's nice, but it was like kind of nice too. Like it was just like a normal fucking hotel. I, there's just something about hotels that I like a lot. I don't know. It's just like a little vacation, even if it's shit. Just smoke a blunt in the room. Who cares? What are they gonna do? I'm like, it smelled like cigarettes when I walked in. I don't. I've never smoked in my life. But uh, I smoked a in that hotel room. I smoked a Mike Tyson toad blunt. If you've never had. The Mike Tyson toad flavored blunt, you are missing out for real. That is the greatest fucking smoking apparatus. That's what this channel's about. That's what this show's about. Mike Tyson and his love for getting high off toads. All right, tonight I'm, I'm gonna try and make it. I'm having a I'm having an anxiety day so far, but I gotta get to the gym because I feel like a fat cunt. Gotta go there first. Come back. And get ready and go, because that shit's also like an hour away. It is fucking eight degrees out during the day with the sun out right now. It's eight degrees. Hold up. Oh, it's... Oh, wait, it was nine, and now it went back to eight. Oh, with a high of 10 and a low of negative six degrees Fahrenheit, if you want to convert that for for Islam or whatever. Um, But thank you so much for watching. I'm sorry for failing you and doing terrible at the sets. I do genuinely, genuinely think of you guys when I'm um, going to do it. I like I don't want to bore you guys either. You know, may, maybe sometimes I hope I'm like ah maybe they know my personality a little bit better and maybe they'll think it's funny. Like I have that last little string of hope, but you know I don't I don't care if it's embarrassing. I don't care if it's not true. I want to show the truth of what uh, doing stand-ups like. Um, somebody asked how they're like, how do you afford to do this? I was like, it's not expensive. I drive a Fiat. Doesn't take much gas. It's very good gas mileage. And they give uh, comedians half off drinks. And there's no drink minimum anymore. So it's pretty, it's pretty cheap. It's just time expensive. Like, how do you afford to do this at night? Like, how do you have time at night? Usually you'd be sleeping. Like, it is, you really got to sacrifice your fucking nighttime. I'm like, I look, like, I was working, editing, uh, filming and shit all day, and I looked at my uh, computer. I was like, man, I thought, okay, I could shower, play games. No, I got to shower. I got to shower, but okay. Okay, I could go do stand-up. Or I could play games for fucking, it's 6.30. 
could come back, be here at 11, 30, 12, and then go to bed. Choose, I choose that shit. I go, I choose to go outside in fucking negative 69 degrees weather, and I fucking get all the snow off my car. It's fucking so cold. I have a ski mask on, a V-Lone ski mask with 999 below the eye. Speaking of 999, somebody commented in my comment section on the main channel, back when I was supposed to be on the main channel, about my 999 tattoo, this dumb cunt. Thought it was a 666 tattoo, and they got all butthurt about it. It was weird. They're like, you have the mark of the beast on you. I was like, okie dokie, artichokey. Um, I just said thank you for watching, but then I continue to talk. I have that habit. But I think I'm going to end it there. I need to get to thinking. I think this might be good. I could talk about quitting jobs. I like uh, I quit jobs on a whim. Ooh. I really do. Like, I've uh, my homie came in. I was like, it was Valentine's Day. It was one of my homie's birthdays. They were fucking me on hours. And I was like, you want to see me quit right now? Should I quit? You want to hang out? And I also did that for Buffalo Wild Wings. And whenever I quit a job, I can't go there for a year. Wanted to, they wanted me to fill out paperwork. Uh, that's, see, like with stories, I learned, um, here it comes to me talking again, but from Chris to Stefano, I learned, I think I might have said this before, actually. He said, why do I got to like write them down? They're stories. I don't have to like remember them. But like, I kind of disagree, actually, because, you know, there's obvious embellishing and good jokes. Like when he's like, my father had a, Gold chain with a Jesus piece that was Jesus' actual height and weight in gold. You know, you had to come up with that because it wasn't literally. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying. Um, just real life stories, but just punching it up, I guess. And punching it up, just adding jokes. Jokes are important. That's probably what you're going to think the whole time watching the set that's about to come up is, where the fuck are the jokes? I thought this was comedy. Jokes are important. You said that, you fucking idiot. All right. I love you. Goodbye. Appreciate you. If you want to support me doing stand-up and the channels, go to patreon.com slash runboxpoppy or look below in the description. We have ringtones. We might have T-shirts. I'm not sure, but I will come out with some merch eventually. But uh, just focusing on the stand-up and stuff, and I'll, I'll may maybe make a um, some type of content for Patreon as well. I got to come up with something. Something dope. Okay. Mark Farsky! What is cracking, guys? Yeah. Why did you want to kill that one bitch? Because she was wait. Because she was bad. She pissed his bed, so you wanted to kill her. That's so vulnerable. Uh, speaking of vulnerable, okay. So on Thursday, I was doing stand up here, and I always sit on the uh, stool, right? And I get in my car, and I notice that there's a hole in my crotch, and I was like, "That's fine." I put my finger in the hole, and I feel testicle. I'm like, "Oh no, dude." They saw my balls, <laughs> not just my boxers, but it's okay. I want to talk, I got notes on shitting my pants. Like I have multiple bullet points about this. Does anybody have knowledge about shitting your pants? Yeah. I can't see you, but like I'm talking about, not a little bit, I'm talking about a lot. Not to where it's just a minor inconvenience, because that's what it usually is. But like at a packed apartment party where you can't move, it is 
it's a fucking problem. I had to, you go into like a defensive waddle when you shit. You can't normally walk because it just feels like it's moving all around you. But I had to like walk into the bathroom and just kind of grind and shimmy past all these hoes to get to the only bathroom. And, oh God, so I take off my boxers, okay? It's a terrible shit. It is way more than just your regular. Everything came out from the whole entire week. When you shit your pants, you can't like pinch it off or anything. There's no kegels you can do to strengthen your asshole. Unless there is, I would do it. Um, so I take my boxes off, right? And I throw them out in the middle of the garbage can, not at the bottom. So when they throw it out, I don't want them to see the shit filled boxes. I'm 14 steps ahead of these motherfuckers and I'm hammered with shit in my hands. So I throw it out, I turn around and I'm like, oh no, there is shit all over the floor. I've never told anybody this story. You guys are all first time hearing this, by the way. So there is shit all over the floor and I'm like, oh my God, I've never cleaned it anything before. This is a problem. Like, my, one of my roommates used to ask me to clean, and I would just, just wait until he did it. It worked every single fucking time. <laughs> what a pussy, actually. If you think about that, that was, that's a fact, too. He would just do it. I'll just wait. Um, but since there's shit everywhere, I was like, might as well use the toilet paper. There's not a lot of cleaning supplies in a college guy's apartment bathroom, so I'm wiping up this shit, and it's just smearing everywhere. Like, toilet paper is not good for cleaning up shit. I'm like, well, what does this do to my asshole? What's the point? I thought that's what this was made for. And then suddenly, the door opens. Wait, what the fuck is back here? Wait, hold up, one sec. There's a door back here? Holy shit. Did you guys know about this? What's back there? There's just a door. I'm gonna leave out that way. Um, so these, these two bitches try to open up the door, right? And I'm holding it closed. They keep trying to open it for some reason. And I close it. And uh, it was kind of like when they were, those kids were running away from that rafter in Jurassic Park. And they're hiding from it. And they're trying to claw inside. I don't know why these bitches kept trying to open it. But uh, eventually, I cleaned it all up. <laughs> it's all good. I walk out. All my friends want to leave. It's perfectly timed. And my homie's like, Dude, you were thrown up for quite a while in there. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I was doing. I was throwing up so much, dude. Tell everybody about this. I texted the owner of the apartment. I was like, sorry, I threw up everywhere in your apartment and bathroom. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's all I have, though, guys. I'm Mark Harsky, I love you. I promise. All right, what's going on, guys? It is fucking freezing out. Just got out of the uh, stand-up. Uh, so the, it went okay. Um, it was a story I've never told anybody before. So I've never even said it out loud like I was working on it on the way here. Um, but I knew that it was going to be kind of choppy because I've never said it to anybody. Uh, I've never really worked out the story. I, I should probably try and tell it to my friends too to see how I would tell them. Because I noticed that even when I'm talking to my friends, I noticed like... I was at my friends a couple days ago and I was like, oh shit, I'm taking too long for the story. And I was like, oh wait, I have an extra... 30 seconds if I need to talk about this because they're not gonna be like get the fuck off stage uh, I'll probably talk about that in the uh, Podcast portion that's coming up uh, It's actually before this so you probably heard me talk about that um, So today was just like yeah talking about stuff. I've never talked about before um, That I think is there's some stuff in there to be a funny story I think I have to chop it down quite a bit. I could probably make that down into like two minutes 
ish. Um, as you can notice, like we're supposed to get five minutes, and like I won't do a full five minutes because I don't want to just be up there going like, uh, I think I might have talked about this before, but being like, oh, uh, what else? Well, I think I might say that every time I get to this point of like driving, but um, in case anybody's wondering about that, just cause like, I think that's just a waste of time. People are there, there's like 30 fucking people and you're just going, uh, what else? What fucking else? What, how could I just waste your time? If you got anything prepared, you know, just do your little shit, figure out what doesn't work, boom. And like there, uh, the crowd today was pretty, Oh, I don't know, like, there were a lot of people that weren't laughing yet, but, like, not to say, like, that's why they didn't laugh. So mine was, like, n not worked out or anything like that. But I, I found a couple points, obviously, in the uh, story. Like, I could just cross off my um, my little book that you see me on stage with. Uh, I get enough feedback to, like, be like, ah, oh, cross this out, probably work on this a little bit more. Um, I'll see if I want to work on that story more. So I'm going to do a set tomorrow, I believe, at the... Uh, What's the name? Jo Joe's? Whatever it's called. That place is cool. It's got the basement theme. It's the place with the naked girl, if you guys saw that. Little naked mannequin in the background. Um, I think it's Josephine's. That one's a good place, good vibe. Uh, so is the Comedy Shrine, but... I think we'll see if I'll work on this more, on this set. It's kind of exciting to work on like new bits and stuff, but you can't always be just doing new bit, new bit, new bit, because you'll never get anywhere. Can't just be i mean you can burn through material i've talked about that before because like beginning comedians have so much material they can burn through uh i just got to get more comfortable on stage and i think that's happening that's the number one goal so i just got to figure out how to uh go over and really punch up uh what i'm talking about so thanks for watching guys i love you i appreciate you and i will catch you on the next one Mwah!